You're listening to the ninth episode of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Wow. Uh, welcome to the, the ninth episode of Talk and Rock with GMH, the podcast where we talk rock. Uh, thank you guys so much. We're one away from ten. Um, ten is going to be an exciting episode. I mean, they're all exciting, um, but um, definitely thank you guys so much. We are very close to actually 400 total downloads. Downloads. And thank you guys so much. Um, it's it's very fun um, doing these, and I love uh, doing all these cool interviews. Like I said in the last one, I mean, I can't guarantee getting an interview, um, but always make sure, like, DM me on my Instagram, gmh underscore rocks, if you want me to, um, if you have a request of, uh, if you have a request of, a uh, um, somebody who I should reach out to interview, so DM me on my Instagram, gmh underscore rocks, but other than that, thank you guys so much for tuning into these episodes, so we're gonna start off, uh, with the song of the week, um, I think I've been calling it the song of the day sometimes, but I guess it's the song... It's the song of the episode. It's the song of the segment. So today's song is 34 Dead Street uh, by The Watchmen. So The Watchmen are probably one of my all-time favorite bands. Um, They're a very talented band. I interviewed their bassist, Ken Tizzard, uh, on my third episode, I believe. So this song is the opening track to their uh, second studio album, In the Trees. And it's a a very cool song. It starts off with... uh, an amazing guitar um, chord that kind of goes into the song. Um, It's a bit of a faster song and a very fun song. And my favorite part of the song is at the end. Uh, It's kind of like an outro in a way. It's kind of like a bridge and an outro. Um, Very cool, and it adds a lot to the song. So I recommend you go check that out. And now we're going to get to our interview. Hey guys, so on the podcast today, our special guests are from um, the Village Idiots. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? I'm Kevin Repay. <laughs> and I'm Riley Saunders. <laughs> How's it going? Good. And um, so first off, could you start by telling me a bit about um, what the Village Idiots are and what you guys do? Go for it, Kev. Sure. Well, yeah, the Village Idiots is a collection of music fanatics who just want to make music more accessible. And so it started off with Riley and myself and, and a few other friends playing around, Scott Miller. Uh, and then from there grew to uh, Joey Semph, Mike Osakoya, Morgan Coates, uh, and then further grew from there to include Atom Jaman, Kevin Moretz, uh, Evan St. Cyr from Arcade Studios. Now Derek Benjamin has uh, taken over the audio role. Nice. Uh, but, but yeah, as I said, we're just, we're all music fans. We're all people that have followed the local music scene for quite a while and really just wanted to help do what we can to kind of bring the scene together and to help promote what is going on here and to really celebrate music. Yeah. And we put on shows. So we, we put on events. We have our live, our, our web series called Live at the Roslyn. We've done 95 yeah. episodes of that, 97 episodes, I don't know, something like that. And, uh, and yeah, we put on a Hudal Festival and just many events around Winnipeg. So we're all over the place. And yeah, we're just major fans. Nice. And um, so why do you guys think that it's super important to help promote and uh, bring out 
all of the wonderful musical talent that we have here in Winnipeg? Well, first of all, I feel like uh, Winnipeg and Manitoba, you know, inclusively, is amazingly talented. And we're so, so fortunate to be music fans in this city. And uh, when you're going to shows and it's like 100 to $300 nowadays, you know, it's not very personable. I like the personable touch and I like to really uh, get to know the artists here in Winnipeg, call them my yeah. friends and, and throw them support. You know, radio, TV... Uh, they don't really support local here in Winnipeg, except, of course, you know, like CKUW and uh, and UMFM, of course, they do. But the yeah. big radio stations, the big media sources don't. And we just felt that there was an opportunity for us to get involved and do our part helping those artists. And collectively, we're just having the time of our lives. So, uh, it, it, you know, it works out both ways. Nice. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. Um, and... Could um, you guys tell me a bit about how Live at the Roslyn works? Yeah, you can go. Yeah, sure. So Live at the Roslyn is a uh, web series, a, a digital venue, essentially, where we broadcast a concert so that people can watch over Facebook Live. And so it doesn't cost any money for the viewer. And uh, you can tune in live or after the fact. And uh, what we do there is we create a, a studio environment that we... Um, bring into a broadcast software and we do our sound check and usual testing like we would any other venue show yeah. but uh, then ultimately this one we hit go live instead of just letting people in the door yeah and um, how have you guys been able to um, get all these um, musicians how have you guys been reaching out to these musicians to get them on your show so we've been very fortunate to uh, to have known a lot of them. You know, like we started this about four years ago and we, bef we befriended a lot of them. We're big supporters of them. And then that kind of turns into relationships to friendships. And uh, we, we aim to be positive of people, good people, uh, and we work at maintaining those relationships over a long period of time. And what you find is if you do that in life, you're going to position yourself to have opportunities present themselves to you with a little bit of hard work, a lot of hard yeah. work, of course. And uh, we reach out to, uh, like, we know a lot of the artists or we get to know them through our journey in life and at their shows like we're constantly at shows when we can you know yeah. uh, before covid and we would be just out there supporting these individuals buying their cds buying their shirts yeah. buying tickets and then you just grow all these relationships sometimes yeah. you just you just reach out to people like you reached out to us and uh and then things work out in your favor when you do that so great yeah. job and um what are some of you guys can probably both answer this um what are some of the coolest experiences that you've you guys have had um, with the Village Idiots? Definitely, for me, it's the ability to have live music right in front of me while I'm sitting on my couch. You know, it's unparalleled. You know, you can get a live music experience a lot of ways, but seldom is it in your own living room right in front of you with your friends around, and sometimes your friend as the band and. You know, people are watching from wherever they're watching across the world. We've got sometimes a friend will be vacationing in Mexico and they'll tune in and they'll have a conversation with us while they're around the world. And, you know, we're enjoying what we enjoy. Yeah, I love that experience as well. The fact that I'm sitting here on my couch and we, I always say it's like very like selfish of me to want to have these bands come and play in my living room right in yeah. front of my couch. But it's like, it's just like this amazing experience where when you're sitting there, you really feel the music and the, and you get to know the artists way to another level that up close and personal. And the fact that all these people around the world can join us while we're yeah. doing it 
it's very cool. Cause like Kevin said, you have people reaching out from Mexico, from New Zealand, nice. from, you know, from Asia. And uh, it's pretty amazing that we're all there at the same time, watching the same show, talking to each other while music is happening. So I, I, I really like how it brings us all together. Yeah. And, um, and from the artist's perspective, how does that help the um, artists on growing a bigger fan base, um, especially for the local Winnipeg musicians? Yeah, well, well, live with the Roslyn is, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll just give a little bit and then Riley can follow up. But uh, it, we, we give a, a really unique opportunity here where each week we're gaining new followers from the band that's performing. Yeah. And all of those followers are then introduced to every band we have following. And so it gives local music fans the opportunity to see a band that they would have wouldn't otherwise have known about. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, you know, I hate to to talk so much about exposure in terms of, of the music industry, but it really is nice exposure. It's a really easy way to get in front of so many people without having to spend money from a marketing perspective. Yeah, and one of the biggest things that we always wanted is we wanted to bring this music to the masses. I'm the type of person that anytime I listen to a song or see a band that I love, I tell 10 people, then then I like to tell 100 people. And I always love promoting artists that I love. And this is a way to do it for free very easily. You know, everybody was already looking at their phones, just scrolling up and down your phone. And I looked at that, and then I saw Facebook Live, and we said, we can put these bands right to your fingertips where all you have to do is click play because yeah. we live in a world of convenience and you click play you watch the band some people watch it for a minute some people watch it for an hour and everything in between and that band has the opportunity to grow all this fan base which they do every single episode mm -hmm. but another thing that we do is that if a band was to go get live video made it costs thousands of dollars so right. what we did is we figured out a way to make it where we're providing a very high quality multi-cam board audio, uh, you know, um, version of your whole set, recording of your whole set, and the band doesn't have to pay one penny. The people watching at home don't have to pay one penny. And we were able to do it where we were able to put together a team just with sponsorship money that was able to grow our team to the seven people that it is now. And uh, that's, that's worked really well, and I think it's mutually beneficial for everyone involved. Right. Um, for sure. And besides uh, Live at the Roslyn, what else do you guys do? with the village idiots so we put on events we put on a hoot owl festival so myself kevin and our partner lisa mills put on hoot owl festival which used to be called shine on that's uh in uh marshan just outside marshan in Kerry, manitoba about an hour and a half from winnipeg we put on big events big shows here in winnipeg at, at kingshead pub and all the different venues uh we put on an open mic every single tuesday which typically we do but right now of course we're not uh and we do a lot of different little live streaming events we we bring our equipments like if somebody wants to put on a show and they want it recorded uh, and or video, like uh, they want to go live on Facebook, we could bring all of our equipment and bring it to them. We've done quite a bit of that during the COVID crisis in a safe way, of course. And uh, yeah, we just stay busy. We're like, we find that a lot of opportunities just keep presenting themselves because we're putting ourselves out there and uh, we're very fortunate to have those opportunities. Yeah. And um, for artists um, who don't know a lot about you guys, how can they reach out and, um, be able to reach out to you guys and possibly um, get a video made. Maybe not right now, but for the future. Yeah, yeah, we're active on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel. People can subscribe and can send messages that way. We also do have a website, thevillageidiots.ca, and both Riley and me are available at 
thevillageidiots.ca in terms of uh, email addresses as well. Nice. And um, and also for Live at the Roslyn, um, what is the process like to have to um, mix uh, all the audio um, and also have a bunch of cameras going? What's the <laughs> process like that, especially since it's in the Roslyn? Yeah, so we actually started with uh, an iPhone 6. So the whole thing was just an idea and people who had no technical knowledge whatsoever, but we loved music and we had an iPhone 6 and we clicked go live. That was in 2016. Then what we would do is we would analyze what we did every week. I would personally watch the episode five times every single week. And I would then, instead of being the actual producer of the show, I would just put my you know, consumer pants on. I would just be watching the show from another person's point of view. And then over time, what we did is we started to take a board like you would have at any venue. And we take the audio out of that board into a TV switcher called the Blackmagic ATEM TV Studio HD. Nice. That goes through a Blackmagic web presenter. So you can look all those up online. I won't go into too much detail. And that's doing all the work. And Kevin is switching through a TV uh, screen that he has beside the computer. That audio, we do a lot of testing before the episode. So we get the band to play a song to a page that only we see. Then we show it to the nice. band. Then we mix it again and we mix it again. So you're mixing it more like you're mixing in a studio than you're mixing at a live venue. It's, all, it's a mix between both those, but it's mainly more like you're in a studio. So by the time we actually go live, it's tried, tested, and true. We know it's going to look good. We know it's going to sound good. And the cameras all just go into this TV switcher, and then it all sends into the computer once Kevin switches. And you can switch up to eight cameras through it. So it's not that hard to do, but it does cost quite a bit of money to accumulate the equipment yeah. to use. And, um, and also, you guys yourselves, are you guys uh, musical at all? I am. I play music and I, I, I play guitar and I sing, but just for fun. I just learned to just being a music fanatic and, uh, but not, uh, not aspirational or anything. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, also what do you guys, um, what is your goal with what you guys do and what do you hope, what is the effect that you hope you have on, um, musicians and, um, viewers from Winnipeg? Yeah, our goal is, really, you know, to enjoy the musical process and to help make it more accessible. And what we'd like to see is that local musicians, Winnipeg musicians, Manitoba musicians, getting opportunities on more of a global stage. We know that this is an incredible source of talent. And we're really fortunate to be in a city with so many musicians and so many great musicians. And we just want to do our part to help get their word out, their message out. Yeah, and I believe Muse, uh, Winnipeg is the music capital of Canada, and if not the world, I've said this many times before, and I believe the next biggest artist in the world should be from Winnipeg, from Manitoba, because we deserve it. There's a pool of amazing artists here, and we're just yeah. doing our best to be the ones talking for them. We want to be the ones out there saying, these guys are amazing, you got to check them out, because that, that's not what artists want to do. They want to play music, and we believe in them, and uh, we're just doing our part trying to... Uh, bring them to the forefront of the music scene in the world worldwide front. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's great point. And I'm so happy that you guys are doing this because honestly, Winnipeg is so underrated for our amazing musical talent. And, um, a lot of us don't really realize it. And just like you guys, I'm always making sure that I'm sharing all these local musicians because they're just great. And I always like to watch your show because um, live at the Rosen because 
after I watch it, I always go and find out these new local bands and then I'll go, you know, download all their music. Um, and it's such a great environment that you um, kind of create with your uh, show because I almost feel like I'm going to a concert every Wednesday night. Um, That's awesome. And it's just great what you guys do. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate That's, it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's the goal. You know, we, we really want to deliver that live music feel to people from the comfort of their home. We know there's a lot of reasons people can't attend live music. And, you know, if you're not 18, you can't go to a 18-plus right. bar. If you don't have money or if you have time commitments, if you have work, if you've got kids, if you've got social anxiety concerns for any right. reason at all, there's a lot of reasons why people don't go to live music. But it doesn't mean they don't like live music. Yeah. Right. And one of the big things too, that we want everybody to know is that if you want to go watch any of the past episodes to get to know some of the bands we've already had, because we've had the most amazing bands that Manitoba can possibly offer. Just go to our YouTube channel, go to our Facebook page, go to the videos tab. We all have them in playlists. We've done four seasons. So you're going to see the quality increase. If you're yeah. somebody who's just looking to create something yourself, go look at our first season, then go look at our fourth season and everything in between. You'll see a lot of hard work, a lot of blood, sweat and tears. It's a big quality yeah difference um but you can still go see a uh, very high quality audio and video of the most amazing bands in winnipeg go check it out yeah and um before we wrap up this interview is there anything else you guys would like to say or add about what you guys do yeah well i mean we started doing it uh, just for the love of music and we really didn't have a lot of technical experience we just wanted to jump in and do it and i think it's a message to everybody else out there who wants to try something is there's really no one right way to do these kinds of things so just go in explore have fun and you never know what's going to come from it mm -hmm. yeah for sure and uh you know one message i just always want to give everybody yeah is just get out there and do something. Everybody has ideas, but they're so worried about what the result's going to be. They're so worried about being discouraged, people not liking it, people. And then there's so many reasons why we don't do things. And the one thing that I learned, my buddy Scott Miller, when I was always talking about all the different ideas, Kevin and I always talked about all the different ideas we had and the things that we wanted to do in our lives. And one day he just said, that's a great idea. Now just do it. And he chose the date. He's like, November 2nd, your first live at the Rosalind, just do it. And since yeah. that time, I remember like, yeah, that's the one message I give to everybody. Just get out there and do something. And great job with what you're doing here, my man. It's awesome that you're out here creating a podcast, doing something with your time. And, and it's going to get better and better and better. And we're so happy to be here doing it with you. And uh, great job. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, guys, thank you so much. Make sure to go um, check out uh, the Village Idiots on YouTube and their Facebook and Instagram. And you can find their past episodes on YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and thank you so much, guys, for coming on the podcast. Um, it was a pleasure having you guys. And, um, yeah, thanks. Keep doing what yeah. you guys are doing. It's amazing. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for Thank you um, so much for tuning in to today's episode. Uh, I can't wait to make more of these for you guys and have these awesome, awesome interviews. Um, they're a lot of fun, and I really enjoy putting out to I'm putting putting out and making these episodes. And yeah, thank you guys. Just thank you guys so much. Um, keep on streaming. Make sure to share on your Instagram and stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, gmh underscore rocks, um, and my website is in my bio there. Um, so you can just click there, and it has all the links to all my stuff. And you can also find me on YouTube, gmh rocks. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast where we talk rock. See you next time on our 10th episode. 
I'm GMH, signing off. Let's talk and rock. It's talk and rock with GMH.